Welcome to the Hillside. I am your host, Sina Kampala, telling you Karibu Sana to the Christian podcast and uh, inviting you to join me up here on the Hillside of Life so that we may enjoy the breathtaking view and taking the fresh air. I wish to thank each one of you who have continued to listen to our podcast and read our blogs. May the Lord bless you. I sincerely hope that you are learning. Uh, the lessons and growing in your Christian experience. As is my custom, allow me to welcome you with the book of uh, Ecclesiastes chapter number three and verse number one. And it says there is a time for everything and a season for every activity under heaven. Okay, and so on our seventh episode of season number three in the year 2022, I will be bringing to you the topic, 10 breakup principles for Christian relationships. 10 breakup principles for Christian relationships. So a breakup is the end of a committed romantic relationship between dating partners and a breakup will often occur when at least one member of the couple no longer wishes to honor these commitments. So a couple might mutually agree to end the relationship but sometimes only one partner wishes to end that relationship. Nearly everyone experiences the pain of a breakup of an important love relationship at some point in life. No one ever begins dating someone hoping to break it off someday. And some of a single person's darkest days fall at a breakup. You risked your heart, you shared your life, you brought the gifts, made the memories and dreamed your dreams together and it fell apart. Now you're back at square one in the quest to reinvent yourself and it feels lonelier than square one and further from the altar because of all you have spent and lost. Here are 10 principles that you can use as a Christian during breakups. Principle number one, do not postpone the breakup. Putting off the inevitable will only cause the relationship to decline further. And couples put off breaking up for the following reasons. Reason number one, it is not the right time to break up. There is no right time for a breakup. If your anniversary, Valentine's Day or your birthday is coming up and you're worried about how the split might affect your partner or you, and you want to perhaps engage in that celebration, it's actually kinder to just get it over with. People put off ending a relationship because they don't want to miss out on something fun or ruin a big day for the other person. And not only is it selfish to stay just because you want to do something fun or you're concerned about causing a big blow, but it's also dishonest. It is important that for us to note that we can be smart about breaking up and avoid postponing <laughs> the breakup because it's not the right time. The second reason why couples are postponed their breakup is um, your relationship looks good. You and your partner may look like the perfect couple on the outside and a lot about your relationship may make sense, but you could be extremely unhappy and unfulfilled and unsupported. And if this sounds like you, it's better to take steps towards a breakup. Keeping up appearances will take a toll on you emotionally and psychologically. Reason number three why you should not postpone your breakup is because you love their family. You know, just because you get along well with someone's relatives and maybe like them even better than your own, isn't a reason to stay with them and avoid a breakup. You are partnered with that person and therefore your daily life is with them, not their family. Staying because you love the family will eventually breed resentment and force the family to choose between you and your partner. 
you can fairly expect support or sympathy about your relationship from the person's own relatives. Reason number four, why people postpone uh, breakups, you're afraid to be alone. You know, sometimes remaining in a less than ideal relationship feels easier than facing up to being single. But staying with someone just because you want to be with someone is not a great reason. If you let fear dictate your choices, the outcome of those choices won't be anxiety-free or necessarily what will serve you best. Instead of embarking on a fear-based a relationship. Examine why you have been anxious around being alone. Reason number five, they treat you better than anyone else. <laughs> if you have had a bad relationship in the past and your reason for staying in your current one is that it's not as bad, that's a big red flag. You know, comparing your relationship to the worst one you've ever had is a low bar to set. It means that um, current relationships only have to be slightly better than another bad one. Instead of accepting less, aim high. If someone doesn't treat you with dignity, respect, and honesty, keep looking. Reason number six why people postpone breaking up is because your partner is going through something difficult. It's natural to want to be there for someone you care about when times are tough and people stay in a relationship when they don't want to add to the hurt the partner is already experiencing. However, by staying, you are lying to the person and they will be hurt once when it, it does come to an end because they will know you stayed out of pity. That or they being might sense the inauthenticity in your support and be even more upset. It is best to be honest with the person in a compassionate way. And once they work through the heart, they will agree it was the right thing to do. Reason number seven, why we stay people, why couples postpone breaking up. You're worried you will not find anyone better. Maybe getting back on the dating cycle sounds like a total nightmare. Or you just think your current partner is the best you can do. This kind of thing is dangerous. After being with someone for so long, we, we not only fear being alone, but we also fear that we aren't good enough for anyone else. This is so harmful because it's untrue. You're worthy of the love that you give. Besides, there are plenty of young single people out there also looking for partners. Lesson number eight, you're afraid of what people will say. When breakups happen, people talk, and that's not always easy to deal with. It's hard being the subject of attention when the topic is breakup. But that's not something you should let stop you from being truly happy. Often, the fervor over what has happened will settle at the next drama presents itself. Others take signals from you, so if you can move on with a positive, mature attitude, they, are like, they likely will do so too. Lesson number nine. You hope they will change. Sorry to say that, but it's unrealistic to expect people to change. In fact, people can only really change when the motivation comes from within. And even then, it can be an uphill battle. The habits and trials that you hate so much are sown into the way they are. If you stick with a person, you'll continue being let down. It is important to think about them. If you're postponing breaking up because of any one of these seven or other reasons, kindly rethink because postponing and putting off the breakup is not going to help you. The relationship will decline even further. So number one was do not postpone the breakup. So number two is break up in person. Ensure that partner with whom you're breaking up is the first person to know. 
When it comes to time to do the difficult act of breaking up with someone, it's critical they're the first person to know. You never ever want to break up with someone publicly, publicly or over social media. After all, how could you feel if someone knew you were being broken up with before you did? Texting or a telephone call can be just as bad because you're potentially looping in other people to the breakup. If possible, the breakup should take place one-on-one and be in a quiet place so that the two of you can have privacy. By breaking up in a public place, you're involving other people and selfishly preventing them from getting the chance to express themselves for fear of making a scene. This isn't the easy way to do it, but it's the right way. That said, there are a few exceptions to the face-to-face rule. Most importantly, if you fear for your safety in any way, you should keep your distance. Aside from that, a phone-based breakup may be okay if you're dating long distance or if you have only seen each other a few times. The second point to ponder on when you're thinking about breaking up in person is it shows you're serious. Ending a relationship is serious, so you should treat it like an old interaction you'd have had with the person you're dating. Taking the time to plan and taking the person aside shows that you've put some thought and care into the situation and that you really mean what you're saying. This also gives you the chance to rehearse things and to be thoughtful instead of hurtful in the breakup. Ending a relationship is serious, so you shouldn't treat it like any old interaction you'd have with the person you're dating. Taking the time to plan and taking the person aside shows that you've put some thought and care into the situation and that you really mean what you're saying. This also gives you the chance to rehearse things and be thoughtful instead of hurtful in the breakup. The third reason why you should break in person is it doesn't leave room for misinterpretation. There is nothing clearer than in person, face-to-face communication. So it's a must in a breakup where there is no room for error. As clear as you think you are being in an email or via text, writing is always open to misinterpretation and misunderstanding. Just like sarcasm is difficult to portray in writing, so is genuine seriousness. A direct conversation forces you both to be honest and vulnerable while also allowing you each to ask each other questions, clarifying any misunderstanding and explaining yourselves as clearly as possible. In messaging, all of that gets lost. The last thing you want is for the other person to not truly understand that you're breaking up with them because they misread what you wrote. Another reason why breaking up in person is important is because it shows courage. The reason why breaking up with someone indirectly seems so appealing at first is because it makes the whole process appear so easy. You might envision writing a quick text, pushing the send button and being done with it. You wouldn't have to see their face or deal with any kind of reaction in person. But the easy way out doesn't show any kind of responsibility or courage. It takes a bit of determination to gather the nerves to break up with someone. But it's the right thing to do and it shows the person you're breaking up with that you mean business. You probably wouldn't be too happy if you were broken up with out of the blue via email either. The last reason why it is very important for you to break up in person is it shows respect. Last but not least, an in-person breakup shows the other person that you respect their time enough to treat your breakup as a significant event. 
Even if things aren't ending on the best of terms, it's important to be civil. You are dating after all. So there are probably a few things you admire about them. It's worth remaining respectful to preserve some aspects of the relationship. And though it may take a while, ending things the right way will open the potential for becoming friends again down the line. The third principle we need to consider when breaking up is be honest about our feelings. Honesty is the best policy when it comes to breakups. Tell the truth about why the relationship just isn't going to work, but also be respectful. Telling the truth because doesn't mean trying to be as hateful as possible. Be straightforward. Make sure you are clear in that you want to break up. Don't leave room for misinterpretation. Delivering the message that you don't want to continue with the relationship isn't going to be easy, but you will be glad you acted maturely and were honest. It is much better for both of you to to have closure in the relationship so that you can move on with both of your lives. The fourth thing, principle you need to consider is be clear and certain about your reasons for breaking up. There are different reasons why couples break up. Being clear and certain about these reasons is important. Here are a few reasons people break up that may help you identify why you are breaking up. Reason number one, you cannot count on them. It doesn't matter if you were madly in love with them. If you can't count on your significant other, then you don't have a strong foundation on which you need to to build your future together. Reason number two, you're losing track of who you are. It's possible to get lost in your relationship and turn you into something you don't to get lost in your relationship and turn you into someone you don't like. If you're having trouble understanding whether or not you're acting like yourself, it is recommended that you check in with your family and your friends. If you find yourself unrecognizable to yourself and loved ones, it may be a sign you should break up with your partner. We all change in some way in relationships, but the changes should be, shouldn't be so drastic that there's little to no trace of the person we were before. The third reason why couples break up is you cannot let go of how they hurt you. It is an, in, an, an infuriating truth that if someone hurts you and apologizing, there can be this weird pressure on you to forgive them, even though they were the one in the wrong. But it's not always that easy. If someone you are dating has betrayed you in a way that you cannot get past it, like cheating, lying or addiction, then it's time to end the relationship for your own emotional health. If you can't let go of the heart, even if they make you feel that you should, then you're totally in the right to move along. Reason number four that may lead you to break up is the fights are going nowhere. If the same issue rears its ugly head again and again, that's a sign. You should break up with someone if you continue to have the same arguments and your partner refuses to support satisfying your needs. A healthy relationship requires two willing participants who want to please each other's wants and needs. If you're not moving past a big issue or if your partner refuses to budge, you don't need to stay in a relationship that isn't going anywhere. The reason number five why couples break up is you're always going through a rough patch. Do you find yourself saying that you and your partner are going through a rough patch more than more often than you'd like? You know, some while some conflict is normal, too much of it could be a sign that your relationship isn't working. Ultimately, if you are not compatible, the relationship will crumble. Instead of trying to make a square peg fit into a round hole, look for a better fit. The longer a bad relationship goes on, the more pain you will experience. 
Reason number six why couples break up, you realize you need to deal with your baggage. If you can't stop projecting issues from your last relationship onto your current one, you might need to take a step back. Whether you are not over your ex or still haven't recovered from your previous relationship trauma, taking a time out to clear your head and heal may be what's best for you in the long run. Reason number seven why couples break up is the relationship is doing more harm than good. There are times when you just know that the balance is off. If you have that nagging feeling at the back of your head, it is suggested that you can make a list of all the reasons you want to stay with that partner. And if the negatives outweigh the positives, then you've got your answer. And if there are plenty of things you like about your relationship, but some permutation of we are being together for so long ranks above your love and admiration for one another, then you should still reconsider a relationship. A relationship isn't like a car. You don't have to keep it because you've already made such a heavy investment in it. The fifth principle that we should consider when breaking up as Christians is allowing ourselves to be sad, angry, upset, but not to judge or blame anyone. Emotions are healthy and normal. Even negative emotions are healthy and normal. But judging and blaming people, whether it's them or you, doesn't get you very far. This does not mean you shouldn't distinguish good and bad behavior or good or bad choices. Learning from your errors and what went wrong in your relationship will go a long way to helping you move on. Start by recognizing that maybe they weren't as great as you thought and there were some things you didn't like. Recognize the things you didn't do well and know you could have been a better partner. But don't blame them or trash them as people. Everyone goes into a relationship with the best of intentions. Most people come out of them feeling hurt and betrayed in some way. And most people come out having messed up somewhere along the way. There's nothing uniquely horrible about you or that person. Just learn from the mistakes and move on. The sixth principle we need to observe is take responsibility for your actions. Assess your part in the breakup of the relationship. Even if your partner cheated on you or hurt you in the worst way possible, you are likely guilty as well. Ask yourself what you may have done to contribute to your ex's bad treatment. It may be difficult to admit to any wrongdoing on your part, but if you are honest with yourself, you may find that you displayed certain behaviors that could cause your partner's bad treatment. Your part could be something as small and innocent as having to work more, and this may have caused your ex to feel insignificant to you, or perhaps you became distant and your ex looks to someone else for companionship or love. Even if what you've done couldn't warrant the treatment you received, there's a good chance you weren't completely innocent, at least in the eyes of your partner. Look at both sides of the situation. Looking at both sides of the situation will likely make you feel happier and more balanced in the long run. Please note that in relationship where abuse is an issue, it is important to note that there is no reason, no reason whatsoever that warrants a partner's abuse to his or her significant other. Principle number seven, carefully consider the breakup location. When determining where to break up with someone, there are a few things about which you should think more. The key factor are the length of the conversation, double whatever you're guessing, and the depth of the emotions, anger, sadness, indifference. You want to choose a location that facilitates the conversation and meets your objective. If it's going to be a lengthy conversation, for instance, you want somewhere that you'll be able to sit for a long time without being disturbed 
and where you won't frustrate or irritate others. Because there is only so much that you can predict regarding how the conversation will go, you might want to break up in a place that allows for some privacy. Breaking up in a private location is always best as this can lead to tears and be very emotional. The more private, the better. Choosing a place your partner will not feel vulnerable is a good idea. Though you might think that your place is a good choice because it's private, you can be comfortable and no one will bother you. Their place may actually be a better choice. It offers the opportunity to have a long conversation as necessary and they feel comfortable expressing their emotions. It allows them to feel safe and comfortable while giving you the ability to leave as soon as is appropriate. If you break up with them at your place, there is no option for you to leave when necessary. You are more at the mercy of when they'll be willing and able to leave. It's always important to consider the level of emotion expected and the impact this may have on the partner and how they may react the more emotional, the more privacy should be considered. If the two of you went somewhere specific to celebrate special occasions or when you need cheering up, breaking up with them, this will only serve to tarnish the memories and, and associations you both have with these places. Do not end the relationship at a restaurant you and your partner went to every morning for the last five years. Consider that you and your partner likely shared the same interests, people and places for years. The relationship may have ended, but that doesn't mean that those other aspects could be tainted for the other person. Choose a place that you think doesn't hold any emotional attachment for them. The eighth principle, do not devalue the other person. Once you've decided you want to end the relationship, it's important to give yourself time to sp and space to think about what you want to say before you actually say it. The conversation itself will likely be stressful and when you are stressed, you tend to lose access to the logical, rational parts of your brain. Writing down exactly what you want to say and practicing it is an, in advance can help anchor in the message so that when you're in the heat of the moment, you're able to effectively communicate your thoughts. Planning in advance can also help you evaluate the tone with which you are delivering the message. Try to keep it neutral, non-accusatory, non-blameful, compassionate, direct, and honest. That said, don't try to craft the perfect script. It doesn't exist. It's natural to want to say all the right things so that your soon-to-be ex-partner doesn't feel sad, but that's inevitable. You can't avoid it. At some points, it's good enough and you just got to say it. As you plan, put yourself in your partner's shoes. Empathy for the partner's experience of being broken up with you and the ability to express it can go a long way to help you plan what to say. When you first fall in love, Empathizing with your partner is much easier, but by the time you, you're ready to end it, it might be tempting to not care how breaking up will impact your partner. But a little empathy can save you trouble down the road. If you have been on the receiving end of a breakup in the past, you would probably have a good idea how it feels and recalling those feelings beforehand would be beneficial in managing your message. Remember when you're feeling challenged, threatened or disappointed, these can quickly cause you to devalue the person whom you formerly idolized. So keep an eye on this and do not devalue the other person. Principle number nine is make a clean break. How do we make a clean break? How do we ensure that the break is clean and there's a, there's a clear end to the relationship without allowing it to extend? Number one, cut all communication. 
Now that you have officially broken up, it's time to cut off all forms of communication. Erase your ex ex's phone number, even if you know it by heart. You can even block your ex if you need to. It will be harder for you if you still have communication with your ex, even if this is short term. Do it in the initial stages to help you cut off or close, bring closure to that relationship that you had. The second thing you need to do when making a clean break is don't agree to be friends with your ex. This is a common mistake when you're breaking up with person. Sorry to break it to you, but being friends with your ex immediately after breakup doesn't work. You are in a relationship and you can't just shift to being friends without one of you getting hurt. While it is possible to be friends with your ex, you still need time to get over the breakup phase fast. The third thing you need to do is politely distance yourself from your mutual friends. Another piece of ex-relationship advice to remember is that you should slowly and politely distance yourself from your mutual friends and your ex's family. This is a crucial part of allowing yourself to move on. If you don't, you will only end up hurting yourself as you relieve memories of you being together. Also remember that when your ex starts to date someone new, this person will also belong to this circle of people. You don't want to hurt yourself seeing this. The fourth thing you need to do is don't vent on social media. <laughs> it may take days or weeks before you realize the heart of breaking up. And once you do, refrain from posting it on social media. I cannot repeat this as often as I should or as many times as I ought to. Refrain from posting it on social media. Remember to keep things private. Don't push hurtful quotes, name calling or even trying to gain sympathy from people using social media in any form. You are only hurting yourself and making it hard for you to move on. The fifth thing you need to do is return what needs to be returned. If you once shared any items together, make sure to set a date when you would return all the things that belonged to him. Stalling this will just give you and your ex a valid reason to meet. Return what needs to be returned. The sixth thing you need to do to ensure you have a clean breakup is avoid things that make you remember. Don't torture yourself. Avoid movies, songs, and even places that remind you of your ex. Don't get me wrong. It's okay to cry and deal with the pain, but after that, you owe it to yourself to start moving on. Deciding to make a clean breakup will lessen the impact of these hurtful memories. The seventh thing you need to do to make a clean break is distract yourself. You will remember your ex and the memories that you shared. That's normal, but you don't have to act on those thoughts. Keep your composure and distract yourself. Think of hobbies that will keep you occupied or go out with your friends. The eighth thing you need to do when you want to make a clean breakup is learn your lesson. Breakups are always hard. Sometimes it will hurt more than it should, especially when you feel that it's unfair on your end. But choosing to make a clean breakup will pay off. Remember that the pain you currently feel will pass. And at the end of the day, what is left is the lesson that you have learned in your failed relationship. Use this to become a better person and a better partner in your next relationship. And lesson number 10, invest in yourself. The longer you spend in a romantic relationship, the more your sense of identity melts with theirs. Being together with someone in such an intimate space for so long creates a third overlapping psychological entity that comprises both you and them. And when the entity suddenly dies, not only is it painful, but it leaves a temporary void in who you are. 
This is why the best and most important post-breakup advice on the planet is to invest in rebuilding your personal identity. Rediscover your old hobbies. Focus double on your work. Start that new project you've been putting off for months. And most of all, spend time with your friends. Your friends will not only reassure you and make you feel better in the in the moment, but they will also help you reinforce your own personal identity. Friendship is the best medicine for the heart. Do not forget that reuniting with Jesus Christ can bring healing and restoration even to you in the most painful and difficult times of your life. In conclusion, letting go of a bad relationship can be complicated. That's because the end of a relationship is in some ways like experiencing a death. Even if you are the one that initiated the breakup, and even if you believe that the breakup is the best thing for all involved, letting go of the relationship follows the same process as mourning or death. Knowing the faces of grief, that's denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance can help normalize one's breakup experience. Reach out for support for others is critical for healing after a breakup. You might feel like being alone, but isolating yourself will only make this time more difficult. Don't try to get through this on your own. Connect face-to-face with trusted friends and family. Spend time with people who support, value, and energize you. Get outside help if you need it. And finally, cultivate new relationships. Allow me to finish with the book of Psalms 147 verse 3. He heals the brokenhearted and bandages their wounds. As you go through the breakup, or as you head towards the breakup, I do pray that you will remember that ultimately it is God who heals the brokenhearted and he binds up their wounds. As you start the process of breaking up, put in mind that you're a Christian and your partner is a child of God. And as you engage, take up these 10 principles, remembering that beyond this breakup, there are still relationships. You may build with the person whom you're breaking up. Not now, but many months or years to come. The 10 breakup principles for Christian relationships are number one, do not postpone a breakup. Number two, break up in person. Number three, be honest about your feelings. Number four, be clear and certain about your reasons for breaking up. Number five, allow yourself to be sad, angry, or upset, but do not judge or blame anyone. Number six, take responsibility for your actions. Number seven, carefully consider the breakup location. Number eight, don't devalue the other person. Number nine, make a clean break. And finally, number 10, invest in yourself. So thank you and God bless you.